Do you know the source material for these films, Jordan? There can't be a source material for this garbage. Oof. Was this written down by someone? I thought it was, well, I thought it was an improv. Let me just say, are you a fan of a little-known book series called Goosebumps? Uh, yeah, I did. I, I, I did dabble in Goosebumps. Written by a certain man named R.L. Stein. Yes, I, yeah. I didn't know. So, I didn't know his name. But is this? Is did he write this? Yeah, he wrote the books Fear Street. Yeah, and they're more like they're like horror for like slightly older kids, I guess, because they're a bit more gruesome with like people actually dying in them. Yes. Um, okay. Fine. So here, so, this is when he was he was ramping up. He was leveling up his he leveled um, up his yeah. horror. Okay. He left behind that fairy tale shit. It was like it's time to get real. Time to get serious. Let's get the high school kids involved. Yeah. Yeah. Work to treat. Welcome back to Crap Movie Club, number 43. And we are reviewing the recent Netflix release, Fear Street Part 1. And it's the first of a three-part horror trilogy. And they were all like released a week apart kind of thing, with the idea that each one... like builds on the plot of the last one although that's just how a trilogy works anyway but by way of introductions i'm max and i'm joined by my co-ghosts jordan Ooh. nice and tim Ooh. nice <laughs> so uh yeah it's good to be back we've had like a solid month and a bit off uh i guess we've been living our lives because like restrictions got a little bit free and easy and we were out doing stuff you know in the real world but Anyway, we've we've found some time to do an episode. Uh, so to recap, like how much of Fear Street has everyone watched? So Tim, you've seen everything, right? Oh, I've seen it all, and I loved yeah. every second of it. Yeah, and Jordan, you watched just part one earlier. Correct. Was it on your radar at all before we nah. mentioned it? No, nope. no, no, not at okay. all. But did it? Should it be? So they marketed it quite a bit, like at the top of Netflix when you log in and stuff like Uh, that. And it was a big thing because it was going to be like, you know, one week after each, the next part gets revealed, like a bit of an event sort of thing. I think I think I think I might have seen it on Twitter or seen it on Netflix, but it just because this isn't typically the thing that I would choose to watch. It just didn't appear on my radar at all. Yeah, it's kind of a weird time for it, right? The height of summer. I would have thought maybe Halloween is the time for something like this. But they'll get pushed out by... um... Stranger Things. Yeah, true, true, true. You can't, you can't, you can't compete with Stranger Things just due to the fan base that there already is. And it's kind of, I mean, yeah. used to the same actors by the looks of things. The second one, one, yeah, it's yeah, got the ginger girl in yeah, it, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think that I think they played it quite well, to be honest. Get it in just before, get everyone's eyes on it while people are still in lockdown. Yeah, and then if it's popular enough, they might. Oh, I don't know. Is there? Is it possible they could do more, or is it? Um, is it I'm is not it quite sure. A definitive I'm end? not an expert. I'm not an expert. And I don't want Tim to tell us if it's a definitive end or not, because I've only watched one and two, so I'm still right, like, okay. in, in the midst of it. I'm going full no future spoilers. That's my own yeah, goal. No, we're today. not going to do any spoilers for like the next parts, Jordan, so we're in this together. One thing Come I will on. say, though, is I probably will end up watching the other two. I mean, there's a high chance now. we'll do it for the podcast. but Sure. Okay. Well, if that's the, if that's the case, I'll wait. But yeah, I think, yeah, yeah. yeah, I think I'll watch them. So it's got you hooked a little bit. It's kept yeah. me enough. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I didn't yeah. love it, but it kept me enough. Okay, fine. So, like, um, in terms of, like, high-level thoughts on part one, it's kept you enough, Jordan. Tim, did you, like, were you were you all in or did it take a bit of time for you to kind of get hooked? I wasn't instantly all in. And, yeah. like, as you know, I ravenously consume content. So yeah. as soon as I saw there was more of them to watch, I was, I was committed to watching all three, basically, yeah. back to back. Um, but, yeah, I enjoyed it. 
the concept's not terrible. Yeah. It's a little bit of a mystery going on as well as some horror. Who's not into that kind of thing? <clears throat> yeah, I um, I liked it. I thought it was just slightly better than average, but no, no future for spoilers, but part two is way better. And part two has got me like fully in. Yeah, part two is better. Oh, really? Okay, yeah, interesting. Yeah. Because I, I think, I don't think there was, I think the premise was awful for part one. Nah. Right. I don't think it was a good premise. I thought, in... like, I don't know. It just, it doesn't fit. It doesn't feel like it was, I, I don't know. I, I, I didn't really enjoy the story, I guess is the point I'm trying to get to. The, like, the story the, being. The blood, the blood on the bones and then she comes right, after okay. you and then. She also has all like these little henchmen that run around and yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, it's peeled from the past and like in theory that should work, but none of the uh, henchmen were particularly cool in my opinion. Oh, right. So and you get three in part one, right? You get the skull faced killer, skull faced get... killer. You get the guy with the big um, axe, axe boy. and then yeah. you get the girl with the switchblade. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Uh, and then the witch, the witch, the witch is obviously there knocking about like yeah, yeah. yeah. There's lots of stuff, and there's bits and bobs at the end with someone in front of a fire. Um, it is like I hated all the characters. That, I think that might be the thing that I'm trying to get to is that I didn't like any of the characters, the main characters. Right. Oh, what, even the little brother. I mean, I didn't like him. Not I, mean, I liked him. Yeah. He reminded me of Max. What? Under yeah. a sheet on his computer. Under a sheet, yeah, just on his computer all the time. Yeah, yeah there's, there's there's a lot of similarities there. Um. I don't know. I just, I just like the whole like we're rivals because they're they're over the they're over the other way and they get all the jobs and they're really rich and yeah, we get yeah. all the shit jobs and everyone's goes mental here. I hated like and it was literally so on the nose with this sunny veil uh, and shit. What Sh- was it? Shady, shady side. side. Shady. Yeah. I was like, come on, really? And yeah. wasn't the wasn't the yeah? I mean, it's my name. The uh, the witch is called Sarah Fear. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like it just feels. It's just like a little bit. It's a little bit much. I think it, it is aimed at quite hammed up. But it's I suppose like... it's written. It's written by the person who wrote Ghostbusters. So a ghost, uh, not Ghostbusters. <laughs> Ghostbusters. <laughs> Dan Aykroyd's on there. I'm melting. Ivan Reitman. Um, go Ghostbusters. 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 <laughs> <laughs> Goose. Yeah. Um, yeah. It's, it's written by him. So I suppose it's going to be quite hammy. Yeah. He's a kids writer. Right. I think the way you've explained it there, I, I kind of agree. Like. In terms of all the different layers of mythology, it's almost like there's too much. It's like, okay, we're in this town, we're getting killed, and the towns hate each other, and this curse happened, and then this happened, and if you do this, and it just all, it's all a bit like doesn't really fit together. I think that might be on purpose because it's a three parter and things need to kind of get stitched together a bit nicer. But I do agree. I did like the idea of the two towns and the rivalry as like the backdrop for like that's like a standard American kind of thing, isn't it? Two towns always hate each other. Where it felt like Shelbyville and Springfield, it was that kind of vibe. They just they just hate each other so much. But then it was like all of that the really on the nose comments from the from like the jocks from the Sunnyvale, like we're gonna kill you, kids. Yeah, it was like okay. And then I guess that's what's supposed to build into the fact that they think it's the Oh damn, Sunny Valers. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But like, their town has just had histories of so many murders. Why would you automatically assume it's a jock in a in a, in a mask? The whole thing. I, I, I don't know. That's the thing that I like. What you say there, it's established that there have been multiple mass killings every few years, and yet everyone's like so in denial about it, and that the emergency response times are so slow. Like the police don't take it seriously. It's kind of hard to believe. Well, there's only yeah. been like ten. 
Or no, it's less than that. I think there's only like eight in like 200 years. That's quite a lot. I don't know. It's probably more than anywhere else. Like and there was, there's 30 years of no serious crime in Sunnyvale, so... Yeah. Mm, yeah, I guess. Comparatively. I don't know. It, it just... Um, I don't, I don't, I don't like horror films that set themselves in the high school universe. Really, the right okay. word. I just, I just think, I just think they're all a bit cliched, and right. it's always the one who's like, you've lost dressed your mind. up as a as a witch and goes, oh, you know, I don't believe in her anyway, right? <laughs> and then the witch is there, and then they die. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, it's all very pro. It's very the same tropes, the same tropes. You know, it's very trope. It's very trope. Vasty jacket and everything like that. They've got to be a football game, and then everyone like yeah. kicks off. Yeah, yeah. To be fair. Why is he making jokes at a vigil? Uh, yeah, weird, wasn't it? Interesting choice to invite like the rival football teams yeah, to the vigil. All of, all of the jocks must turn up and must stand <laughs> next to each other. And yeah. then there was that kid who came in and like engraved RIP with a knife on the, yeah. on the locker on the of locker. a girl who got stabbed. I mean, it, it, yeah, it all just felt a little bit cliché. The only thing that wasn't clichéd is that these killers can really fucking run. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They're going most, for it, aren't they? Most killers in films like this are like super cumbersome and slow, but they end up catching up. You know, it's that mysterious thing. The the skull person sprints, literally just sprints everywhere. Yeah. Catches up with everyone. He's a drag Stabs him in the neck, stabs him in the back. There's no fucking around. It's not like they're not toying with the victims. They're just killing him, which yeah. I quite liked. I quite like that they've gone around that trope. And I, I agree with you because we've got a good baseline because we've done a few now. We've done a, a Scream film and we've done a uh, we've done Jason X, right? So we've seen yeah. a few killers. Um, not to say that Scream Mask or Jason aren't effective in those films, but you know that you know. It, I think you're right. Like normally they stumble around a little bit and it's a little bit kind of slapstick. But these guys are they're going for the kill straight away. They're also unkillable. Which I yes, mean, helps. a lot of these are, but like that's that's one bit I didn't like when uh, they blow them up and then they start reforming. I thought that was kind of, sloppy, of sloppily done. Yeah, I didn't mm. like it. Yeah, uh, the last like quarter of the film, just I just didn't enjoy any of it. I was just like, mm-hmm. there were those really like slapped together um, romance scenes. Yep, yep, yep. Where that kid and the other woman who had absolutely zero chemistry up until that point just ended up in a cubicle together. Yeah. Um, and then obviously, I mean, obviously, one thing that I was I wasn't expecting was a little subversion around Sam. Yeah. Who would have what, thought? What subversion? What do you mean? Because because it's like they were like they were like talking about oh you know Sam and yeah okay, see him at the yeah, big yeah. game tonight yeah. and it's a it's a girl. Oh go on. Yeah, and the it's first twenty twenty one Jordan. I know. I'm just I'm just like I'm, I was on it. Yeah, I think they, they do that on purpose. Like, it's the first time when you see that shot and it's like the guy in the football jacket like making out that girl. Yeah. Like, oh, that must be Sam in the jacket. He's so oh, cool. I hate Sam. He's such a yeah, dweeb. But, but and then Sam's suddenly, a girl. Sam's a girl. Like, j- joke's on you. Yeah. Get um, Yeah. What was your favourite death? And do you think there were enough of them? Bread Slicer. 100% yeah. the best one. Do the people who produced this film think that the human skull has the same density and resistance as bread. That yeah, thing I, I, don't th- I don't think a bread slicer could cut your skull I open. I mean, Max used to work a, a I head, head of a, bread slicing, didn't you? A bakery, and I used to slice a lot of breads in the bread slicing machine, and if you got your hand in there, you would lose your hand, 100%. Because a whole lot, loaf of bread is pretty hard, honestly. Harder like, than a skull? Mm. To to slice a loaf of bread in like one go with all those slices, you need a lot of force. You'd be surprised. I guess, yeah. A lot of revs in it. Yeah. A lot of torque. 
So you think you think it could genuinely take a, a a skull in the way that it did? No, no, that skull was like a cake. Yeah, yeah, it looked, it looked <laughs> so much like a cake. It was fucked. Yeah, no, I, I think like they they should tone it down a bit, and he should have really had to force her in there. But you know, I think it's possible. It's doable. It's it's, it's a film. Yeah. Um. Yeah, I think that's probably the best death, to be honest. Yeah, the others are all pretty standard, aren't they? Yeah. Like, axe to the head or like stabbed. Yeah. I um I I hate when films do that thing, you know, in the hospital sequence, and then he starts killing everyone, and then they run out to the hospital lobby, like trying to get help, and oh no, the person behind the desk, they're already dead. This person, they're already dead. I think that's like a missed opportunity for more kind of interesting, like seeing the killer at work. I would have preferred to actually, you know, as the audience see that. Like I just hate that when it goes, oh, they're already dead. There was there wasn't that many deaths to be honest, was there? Not no, on screen. Half, half a dozen. Yeah, yeah. I think they could have done. I mean, it's it was more gruesome than I was ex- not gruesome, but it was more graphic than I was expecting. Yeah, I thought it was going to be very like you wouldn't see much of the action. It would just be like you'd hear like screams and things. Yeah, like that. yeah, kind of goosebumpsy. But it was, it was, it, it was. There was deaths in there. I mean, like, yeah, yeah, like yeah. I say, the bread slicer was um, graphic. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, one comment from me: the three different killers. I think that's a little bit of a rip-off of kind of like 13 Ghosts. Oh, I think they 13 Ghosts and they were like, yeah. And they saw how successful it was and they were like, we've got a rip-off of this. Yeah, just yeah, one yeah. little side comment from me. And they just gonna got say, rid of one and they were like three Ghosts. This, the book that this is based off would have been written before 13 Ghosts. No fucking impossible. way. Nothing not was written before 13 Ghosts. Oh, it's the start of all modern cultures now. Actually, you're right. um, Fear Street book release date. Uh, 1989. Yeah, fair play, Tim. Yeah, fair play. But how? Because this is set in the 90s. I guess you can set things with the future. Yeah, I'll be honest. They can, yeah, they can change. Possible. They can change the decade, can't they? <laughs> yeah, it yeah, is yeah. possible. They didn't really like play on the 90s aesthetic too much. Like they're in a shopping mall, and that that's about it. It was a bit of a grunge look to them, wasn't there? Pretty cool trainers. Yeah, they could have done it. There, there was like. Not the music, plaid. Obviously, the music was very um, yeah, very nineties. I guess there was a shot of some goths' shoes at the when it starts at the school. Anyway, um, all right, now we're onto the cast a little bit, so I'll kind of run through it really quickly, and then we can just kind of riff off that and say our kind of favorite performances or worst performances. So, uh, main character Dina is played by Kiana Madeira. Uh, Sam. Dina's girlfriend, Olivia Scott Welch. Josh, Dina's brother, Benjamin Flores Jr. Kate, Dina's best friend, was Julia Raywald. Simon, their kind of goofy friend, Fred Hetchinger. Uh, Constable or like Officer Nick Good, Ashley Zuckerman. Martin, don't know who the fuck Martin was. Heather, who is the one who gets killed in the shopping mall at the start, Mayor Hawk. And that's about it, right? Um, just bit parts. Is Gillian Jacobs in this one? Who's that? At the end. Who's maybe that? she's not. Maybe she's not. Ignore me. No, don't think so. Spoiler. So um, yeah, I guess we'll start with Tim. Uh, top performances, worst performance. Um, I like their stoner friend, Simon. Yeah. God. Yeah, he got better actually. He's like a, on, he's a he? believable character. Like he's yeah. reasonably well acted. I yep. think the worst is probably Sam. 
the girlfriend. Yeah, I just don't think she's particularly believable in her character. Bit of a blank canvas, really. Yeah, like nothing really happens. She's just there. Yeah. yeah. Just like no agency, just kind of bit of well, a. Well, no, that's the character. I'm saying yeah. acting wise, she did Fine. fuck all to hold my attention. Wow. Fine. Christ. What about you, Jordan? She is the worst. 100%. Okay. I wouldn't say she was shit, but she was she was weak. In a role in a role where you're supposed to be a little bit like kind of blank and expressionless and a little bit I don't know, weak, weak-willed. She mm-hmm. pulled that off, but in a way that you knew it was badly acted, it wasn't. She didn't mean to do it. Yeah. It yeah. was just bad. <laughs> um I think my favorite character weirdly was the uh cop Oh, really? Nick Good? Nick Good. Yeah, you didn't see much of him, but when he was on screen, he kind of, I thought he was quite quite good, and I quite liked the little, there was a little, like, it's, it's happening again, the little note through yeah. the... Yeah. Who's that who... to? Surely you know Tim. Uh, yeah, yeah, Tim, really playing on the no future spoilers thing. Who yeah. is that to? Won't, won't uh, even consider it. I actually am not sure. I think it might be the woman at the end, maybe. I think it, that, that was my original thought, was that it's the, whatever her name is, Miss Mrs. Burns. Mrs. Burns? Possibly. Burns. Yeah, Monty Burns' wife, yeah. Monty Burns. Um, I'm going to say, I think, uh, Kiana Madeira as Dina, the main character, was probably the best performance. I think she did pretty well throughout. Pretty solid, slightly above average throughout the whole movie. And she had the most screen time, so that's pretty good that she didn't like just ruin the film. I think a lot of young actors would just fucking balls it up. I don't think anyone was terrible, to be honest. I found Josh quite, in- quite, uh, quite annoying. But was that the I younger brother? Younger brother, yeah. yeah it was, is it because it was just like looking in a mirror? <sighs> yeah. So too real, man. Too close to the bone, I guess. <laughs> they should have got me in for that part, so I'm pretty annoyed about it. You'd be great, Max. Ah, oh, thanks. I back you. Um, any other like high level thoughts? Or should we kind of get get into talking around the plot? Let's see what that plot do. Yeah, Tim. Mm. I had one, but it's completely gone from my mind. So let's just oh, jump into the plot. Yeah, you might think of it when we get to the relevant bit. Okay, so getting into that plot. So um, in terms of the beginning, got a bit of a quick summary. Uh, So we start with that sequence, like in a shopping mall, and some girl's finishing her shift, and then the mall is deserted. All of a sudden, she's getting chased by a guy in a skull mask. He's trying to get her, and he gets her pretty quickly. Uh, Stabs her up, and then a police officer shoots him dead. That's Officer Good, I think we work out. That gets shot in the head, so he's fucking dead. Uh, cut to school the next day and all the kids are literally so pumped that this has happened it's like christmas come early they're writing graffiti they're running down the corridor shouting stuff about this girl um so and we get introduced to like our cast throughout all of this and like these conversations so we have dina as the main character her brother josh who's like a nerd kid Kate, who is Dina's friend, and Josh has has a crush on Kate somehow. And then Simon, who's their goofy friend. And then just for context, Dina recently broke up with girlfriend Sam, who moves to neighbouring town, Sunnyvale. Uh, speaking of which, we learn that they live in Shadyside and everyone says it's cursed because the legend, there's some legend about a witch put a curse on the town years ago. There's a rhyme that explains it. I can't remember the rhyme, but it's fucking stupid. Uh, there's a vigil to the girl who dies, who died. That was Heather. Uh, and like, like we said earlier, for some reason, there are people from Sunnyvale. They like invite the other school there. I don't know. And they start talking shit about Shadyside. A big fight breaks out. And that essentially escalates into full-blown warfare, like on the highway. 
um, which causes a car crash. And I'm, I'm being really loose on the details so we can talk about it a bit more. It leads to a car crash and leads to Sam finding the witch's bones just in the ground next to the car and becoming cursed. And that's like the nutshell kind of explanation of the start. And I think the bus scene for me was a low point of the movie. It felt yeah, so the bus scene was bad. That the whole bit you just described, yeah, also known as the beginning, yeah, not great, not in my great. opinion. No, other uh, films have done this kind of high school setup for a horror film way better. Yeah. Yeah. The way I think about it, right? If you're going to go for a, watch for a, watch a high school film, watch a high school film. Yeah. You want to have a horror? What, what, have do a horror. I don't. I, I hate the blended genre. It doesn't work for me at all. Oh really? I I, like, just... I don't know. I don't know. Like just getting getting like building up the idea that there's like big rivalry between the two football teams, then suddenly there's a curse from a witch who had chopped off her hand and taken over the town. Ta- like they're two quite conflicting things for me. <laughs> One is quite like serious and based on like spooky pass and then there's just loads of people in varsity jackets yeah are doing keg stands i'm like nah take these two things separate i don't think they're mutually exclusive what you're you you swap back no mate what have you done i don't know you're bog washing yourself you sound like you're at the bottom of a toilet hold on what's it using how have you (laughs) it was perfect what have you done i literally haven't moved i think you're just gonna have to like Try and figure out the right position for it. Like turn it to the side a bit and make sure you're like a, f- a couple of fists away. Yeah, I'll move back to where I was before then. Yeah. It's really like anytime you talk, it's just so jarring. It's yeah, actually. It, t- it takes yeah. me out at the moment. Yeah. yeah. Oh, we can hear every little vibration as you move. That's because it's <laughs> gone back to how it normally is. Anyway, one question I had. Who the fuck is driving this bus that's allowing this to happen? Is it a teacher? Is it like Otto from The Simpsons? Is it another is, student? Is a student driving the bus? Sometimes that happens, but still. No, it's an adult because he dobs them in. Who? The police. Does he? Do we yeah. see that? But he doesn't stop them. Yeah. Nick Good says, the bus driver told me it was you with the fucking the water cooler thing. Oh, yeah. He, would just, yeah, yeah. he should have just pulled over. Why, yeah, why, I don't get why he's, he's still driving when they're like he's, chasing him. In the moment, he got caught up in it. He was like, yeah, was like, yeah. fucking sunny side. I, I hate sunny veal. Yeah. Sunny side. Uh, so, yeah, I hate the bus scene. Um, like I said, the hospital sequence, I think that was a missed opportunity for some kills. I would have liked to see, like, I don't know, a Jason X style grab a face and slam it into a desk or something like that. I don't know. Yeah, yeah. There were I mean, there was one there was one death in there that you know uh Jock, whoever his name was, um, yeah, 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 yeah. Sam's new side piece. He yeah. got just he just got that was what was very good about these kills. There wasn't any like dancing around it. It literally yeah. just like stabbed him in the spine and they were dead. Yeah. And Sam gets over him pretty quickly. Yeah, she doesn't give a it. fuck. <laughs> no, he literally doesn't. He's like a footnote in her like character development like her, her boyfriend literally gets stabbed in front of her eyes she just gets back with dina straight away yeah starts getting on her yeah yeah all over it yeah the beginning like i said the beginning was was weak in my opinion really? it was a bit nothingy yeah i like you 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 like you said there wasn't really that much that happened the exposition wasn't that effective at the beginning like there was a bit about you know there was all the like uh, was it tv footage 
kind of like talking about all the different yeah murdering murders yeah, there's, there's the first kill as well like yeah the... but that, that first kill was just again it didn't really add anything to the story yeah and and, and a, a bit that i think was missed opportunity you know when they're in their houses and they're like looking out the window and they're like oh you know he's fucking with us he's he's there and stuff like that that's almost like the biggest opportunity for creating tension and scares if he's in the house and they can't see him in the background and stuff like that and they didn't really like utilize that to the to full effect i don't think and i've got mixed feelings about because then that once they've unmasked him it's almost like the genre changes from like a slasher to like a full-on kind of fantastical kind of supernatural yeah it goes again it goes sci-fi doesn't so, it, then? yeah f- straight up from the middle onwards the genre essentially changes from a slasher to just a yeah supernatural and everything kind of horror film mm. yeah uh so that's the start and it, yeah like you said jordan i don't think it's the strongest but it, it, in the middle so I'll, I'll just kind of run through it so essentially sam is cursed at this point because she touched the bones and the, like the rules we don't, don't know really... this at this point do we we don't know this we don't know this now yeah N- yeah I guess. They're just, they think they're being chased by... They think they're all being chased yeah, by killers. But, but throughout the film, they, they work it out. So, they do. And, and spooky things start happening with the skull mask killer being spotted in Dina and Kate's house. Kate thinks it's Sam's new boyfriend. Yeah, he gets stabbed. And then they, you know, the hospital sequence, like we said. They try to tell Officer Good. And he doesn't believe them, which is mental. And then they somehow... Dina steals a gun from a police officer. And oh, they steal an mental. ambulance. Highly trained. Yeah. Um, Simon finds that girl with the razor blade and then she starts trying to kill him and they shoot her, but she doesn't die. At this point, like, my memory's not great, but they start kind of making a plan. I don't know if the axe man's been spotted yet, but they start making a plan of going to the school and they start piecing together all these bits like, oh, they must be attracted to Sam's blahs. They're after Sam. She touched the bones. I think Sam has a vision and she's like, oh, I saw the witch and stuff like that. So Yeah, they go back out to the woods at some point. Yeah, they here, pull on which a is chain where they, a bone on it. Which there? is where they see the... Um, the axe man. That's the it. axe tr- guy, because then at the school they have the three sets of blood. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because they try and bury the witch's bones because they go back to them and they bury them. And they're like, there, yeah. that, that's it. We're sorry, witch. But then they're like, oh, but the rhyme says there's no hand. And then they, but they don't focus on that too much, obviously, because that's for later films. Um, that's not a spoiler. That's just my assumption as an audience member. And, and Josh is there. Like, Josh is like a nerd and he's like, on, he's been on this chat room and where they talk about the murderers, which is not concerning at all. Serious psychopath <laughs> in the making. Yeah. And he's like piecing everything together. He's like, oh, that's the person from this killing. Oh, that means that, you know, this, this happened here and stuff like that. It's all a bit dumb, but he, he knows everything apparently about shady side. Yeah, this that bit's weird because I get the drug dealer girl and her boyfriend... Oh yeah, I forgot. She's a drug dealer, by the way. Yeah, <laughs> okay. constantly selling drugs. Um, and really nineties drugs as well, which is enjoyable, like Valium and stuff like that. Yeah. Um, she's babysitting, so yeah, I get. There's no parents at that house, but Dina and her brother seemingly don't have parents. Well, there's just no adults in the whole fucking town, apparently, no. because they're stealing ambulances, they're stealing guns, they're shooting guns in the street. They're, they're, the whole town, there's fucking no one out, which is hard to believe. I think the, the town feels a bit empty, I think. Yeah, I think you're right. And I think that whole bit with the police where they steal the gun and they tell him it's the ghost face killer or whatever he's called. Yeah. 
and they even say it's Jason Torres, and he's like, well, no, this is Jason Torres, and it's a picture of the lad with a bullet in his head. Yeah. It's like, ugh, that bit, whole yeah. bit's a bit annoying. Yeah, I would have liked more character building of the ghosts, like when they're in the town. <laughs> For example, you know, see them interacting with the town a bit more. Maybe that... Well, they did the flashbacks. More... Yeah, but I would have liked to see them, yeah. like, you know, didn't she have, like, a barber's razor blade? Maybe she goes past the barber shop and kills someone in there, or stuff like that. Like, give them a bit more character. Yeah, for for quite a pivotal part of the film, I felt like the backstories for these, the mm. you know, the Walking Dead was fairly average. Like she just comes out of nowhere, right? They just find her in the street. She's just on the street like, singing a yeah. song. It's a bit jarring. Yeah. yeah, yeah, you're right. You're right. Yeah. I think without giving stuff away, there's more explanation in the future. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's yeah. not giving anything away. I can say that. Yeah. All right. Okay. Yeah, and it's kind of like striding lots of different genres at this point. And I think it's a little bit messy, but you know, there's good bits in there when they're running around, when they're driving the ambulance and they're, and they're fucking in the woods and burying the bones. And like, he's looking out in the darkness, trying to see if there's a, anyone coming to get them. And then, and then the fucking huge guy with the ax comes. I think it's pretty good. I enjoyed it. Is, um, is Josh a simp? What, what do you, why? Cause he's like, he's like on a chat room to like, Someone called Queen, and he's called like Sir Silent or something. Sir yeah, because it's like a fantasy roleplay thing. Is it okay? It's really so. weird. He's and... like thirteen. Yeah, if that and... Jordan. That... Do you not? Do you not think it was quite odd? Well, they didn't have the simps to... back then. No, no this... not really. He was the first simp. He was the originator. He was the originary. The originator. Such a simp. weird line for this to go down. There'll be someone out there who agrees with me. Have you been watching a lot of Twitch recently, Joel? I have, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> that could be it. Um, and we're getting into the end now, right? So they work out the killers. No, no. The, we are 100%. The, what else we is are, the, the we high school blood bit is... That's the end. That's the, no, end. That's the middle what, still. What we're figuring out is that the beginning and the middle have no substance. Hmm. That's well, no, what we're figuring out. Yeah, there's basically like two chase scenes and then you're at the right. high school bit. It's the pre-end. And we and, and we work out killers are attracted to blood. They go to school. They make a trap for the three killers, um, and then they lock them in the toilets and blow them up. Which seems again mental that that would not prompt any like fire engines, fire alarms, police secure. Where's the school security guard? Anyway, the bodies reform, which I fucking hate. And then they realize how screwed they are. They he works out. Josh works out that there was a survivor from Camp Nightwing, and they try and find her in the phone book and call her, but she doesn't pick up. So that's dumb. But then in the process, he you know logically works out, or well, he remembers that she died and then was resuscitated. So that's how we get rid of the curse. Oh, we're going to go to the supermarket. Kate's going to get all the drugs. We're going to drug up Sam, and then resuscitate her, and that's the plan, right? Um, yeah, it's a shit plan. Really risky. Uh, yeah, yeah. There's so many quicker ways to sl- slightly kill someone. Like, what would you do, Tim? Good question. I don't just suffocate them for a bit. Just choke them out. Bit of asphyxiation. Or, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Make really, it sexual. You, you, you've had a lot of practice at that, actually. <laughs> to the like, edge of death. Get to the, the edge of death. Tim's like, get the belt. Yeah. <laughs> um. They have like a moment where they're like, oh, fuck it. They just want Sam. She can go out and kill herself. And then Sam does it. And then they change it. And then they're like, wait, That's wait, when wait, they work it out. And then they're all like, oh, we like you now, Sam. Because throughout the whole yeah, film, they've been the like, fuck off, Sam. We hate you. You're from Sunnyvale or whatever it is. Sunnyvale. <laughs> Sunnyvale. <laughs> yeah. Sure. Uh, the pills don't work when they try and drug her. So Sam, so Dina tries to drown her instead. And then the killers appear. They just fucking kill Kate 
and Simon. Which I at this point in the film, I thought all these kids are going to survive. Yeah, I thought they were all going to survive. And then... why do they suddenly lost the kids? Because like, they they, they put blood. blood on they put blood oh, on themselves. Oh yeah, they blood on their they blood on their t shirts to they? get to give the other girl time to kill herself so she can then be resuscitated rather than just drowning her like they do. Sam and couldn't the... even kill herself properly, could she? Yeah, That's how bitch. bad she was as a character. Just swallow the pills. She's like, just swallow them. Can I just say the idea of ghosts being attracted to blood? We've seen that somewhere else. Thirteen ghosts. They stole mm-hmm. that. It's all coming together. All right. So the kids, those two kids, die. Then they she drowns Sam. It works, and the killers just disappear. And we're like, oh, it's great. They tell the police that it was Kate and Simon who killed everyone. Um, Real big move. The policeman's like, look, I'm telling you, you can tell me what happened, and they're like, nah, there's no fucking point. You adult, you wouldn't understand. <laughs> kids. Dina and Sam get back together in the ending and it's all happily ever after. Apart from it's not Sam just fucking gets possessed and then it, somehow they tie her up and they go to see Berman's house which is the woman they tried to call because she survived the Nightwing camp massacre and it's that's Jillian the end Jacobs. of the film. So and that was like the I think the fastest plot we've ever done a film in but mm. like any thoughts about the ending? Like, did you like the way it wrapped up, or rather, the fact well, that it didn't I think really we wrap got, up? I think we've got to do the high school blood chase scene first. Yeah, yeah. Because there's some good CGI in there. Is there? No. What, of, the, when, of the blobs coming back together. Yeah, when when they um, get like blown up. Also, how do they blow up? They just put petrol in there. But yeah, that's beyond. We don't need to. We don't need to question just, that too much. Just a fire. Okay. They should but, have. The ghost should have just caught fire and then like start going ah. And then be like, ah, like, I'm not dying. <laughs> You're an amazing actor. <laughs> like, ah, she just got ah. and, and they're like, oh, the, the ghosts are dying. It's working. But then the ghosts just get up and then they're on fire and then start running after them. That would be way cooler than fucking blobs reforming. Yeah, the blowing up thing and the blobs reforming is just stupid. Ah. 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 On oh, fire. On fire. oh, no. <laughs> also, how do they get that much blood out of her? Like, I, yeah, it's like they bucket. painted it's like a bucket. so much blood around that. They just kill her through blood I think, loss. I think they probably diluted it with water so that they could mop it around. They did. They did. They they dropped the blood into a bucket. Fine. Oh, water, yeah, and they swill it around with the with the mop. True. Fair play to them. Fair play True. To them, fair play. They thought of everything. They've got still all a lot of blood covered. to lose. I have two questions. Okay. That I forgot to ask earlier. Why was the guy at the hospital called? Um, Beddy. Maybe his name was, was he had he had an Eddie nameplate on, but he put a B in front of it and he called himself Beddy. Was that ever described? Was that is that? Like, I don't think they spoiler? cover it, but is, this, is he involved in the second film in some way? Well, you saw him die, Jordan. So no. Well, uh, listen, in this film, apparently anyone can come back from anything. So I've I I don't know, but Beddy. Okay, so there's no reason for Beddy. And the second one is how weird is is you know the main character when she gets the phone call from the woman. The woman's like. She's still alive. Yeah. Uh, she's like, oh, thanks for returning my call so promptly. She's that so was sassy, response. yeah. I was like, wow. Well, to be was fair, it... if you're about to get killed and you call someone and they don't answer, you're going to be a bit of a dick to them when they call you back like two days later. Yeah, it was just a lot of, lot, a lot of sass. Oh, just returning your call. Hopefully yeah. you're not dead. Yeah. Cheers. Cheers, mate. That's your voicemail. And in the voicemail, there's like the killer banging at the, at the door. Like, why would you ever return that call? Yeah, there's a character who i didn't understand and it's he's like 
at the, at the police station, he's like handcuffed, and the kid gives him a paperclip so he can like undo his cuffs or something. I think he's at other bits in the film. I don't understand why he's there. I think he's going to be an important character somewhere further down the line. That's you reckon? Premonition. Yeah. Do you have it a lot of premonitions, Jordan? About about this film. About the next edition of the film. Oh, I've got a few in my locker. Okay, well, I'm going to quickly <laughs> intro nice. the segment because normally you do sequel sequels, but you're the main you're the main attraction for. Have we given up segment. about speaking about the rest of the film? Yeah, no, fuck it. That's <laughs> too hot. <hard. laughs> the segue was too good. Um, all right, so we're doing a new segment. It's called "What Crappens Next," and it's in place of sequel sequels. And welcome to the segment, first and foremost. Um, essentially, Jordan's going to have some premonitions. The witch is going to channel her fucking curse through him. Like, how many do you want to make? Three to six? Something like that? Half a dozen? There's another two films, so I think he's got to do at least two for the next two films. At, so, at least three. Uh, how, 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 so you're, you're wanting me to, to, to not only preminate a word? Pre- yeah, premonition. Is now premonition a word, yeah. Preminate yeah. on the next film. And then and the, the one film after, after no, just that. no, just num- just the next one. Fine, okay, got oh, it. okay. So, based on what you've seen here, what what are some key things you think are going to happen? Mm-hmm. Some some things that are going to be like, you know, the next film in the f- next film, it's like this or this happens or. Sure, I can give you at least three, and then we'll see okay. where we're at. All right, fine. The first one is that the victim, what's her face, uh, by Burnham. Uh, Miss Burnham, yeah, is related to Sam, okay, in some way, and it's not just a coincidence that Sam touched the bone. It's something in the family. It might be that the witch is her ancestor. Hold that thought for a minute. They look so similar. I thought it was the same actor playing the um, <laughs> what woman. aged up? The kid just aged up. <laughs> and I was like, oh, that's a bit on the nose, but. Okay, that's what that's premonition one. Okay, premonition two is that the witch isn't the source of the evil. There's something else. There's something else going on. The witch is a is a is a cover man. It's, there's something else at the at the core of it, and I think it's got something to do with that weird little cave that we saw at the end of this film. So you think maybe the witch is trying to save the town? I don't. I'm not playing her as a hero. <laughs> yeah. I, just, I just think. Um, I just think she might not be the ultimate evil. I think there's maybe something more to it than that. Like okay. it's a government conspiracy. No, I don't. I don't think it's like. I don't think it's like that. I don't think it's. I, I think it's real, but I think. I think the witch is just a pawn. Caught the, up in it. She's, she's a pawn in the game, right? It's, okay. There's, there's the devil is involved directly. This is a devil job. Not it goes a witch all the job. way to the top. Always the top. The big the man top. himself. The CEO of evil himself. Okay. So that's two. That's two. I think, and that... and, and you and you saw the bit at the end where it's like, oh, next time it's like a, you know, it's in the seventies, it's like a summer sure. camp, right? So any anything off the back of that that you think is going to be like, I think there's going to be a lot of tropes around uh, the, uh, the the sex by the lake <laughs> type setup that they do a lot in horror films. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Right? Okay. It's like lots of horny teenagers smoking dope and having sex, and then there's a guy with an axe. It all okay. feels very reminiscent of standard horror films. Yeah. Uh, I think he, the person in the in the in the mask himself, will be a jilted student who was a, died a virgin. He hates yeah. sex so much okay. that every time that everyone has sex, he's like, "God, got to chop the heads off." That's so he's Jason Voorhees. Voorhees. Yeah, yeah correct. He, I've just stolen that character. Okay. Um, what else do I think could happen? I think that 
their the 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 origination of that cave where you know all the names are scribed up yeah all the yeah, different people, yeah that is somewhere near the lake okay and w- one of the things that will set off the events of the next film is that kids they try and find somewhere to bang near the lake and they go past some leaves and they end up in this cave okay there's there's four those are some good premonitions good Jordan. premonitions yeah we're not going to now, tell you if they're right next no, time. We'll, we'll, watch, we'll watch the next film and we'll discuss them. And yeah, yeah, yeah. Premonitions. Yeah. In our new segment, What Crappens Next. Yeah. I thought it was going to be called What's Crappening Now. What's what? Crappening? <laughs> <laughs> but it's not it's, now, it's next. It's, not, it's next. Yeah, I know. That's why I was Premonitions. I'm confused. All right. Premonitions. Well, look, we've made it, okay? This is <laughs> It's been a, for anyone listening, it's been a nightmare to record this. A, because it's like the hottest day of the year and we're all dying. B, we've had multiple audio and internet issues. So we're going to stitch it together. It's going to be a classic. You can, you can bet on that. Uh, but thank you for listening and persevering. Um, thank you, Jordan. Mm. And thank you, Tim. Sorry for causing lots of issues. That's all right. And we'll be back. I, I guess we'll probably do Fear Street Part 2, right? We've got to, now that the premonitions have been made. Um, and, and we'll try and do like a, a, a couple more episodes in the near future because obviously we had a big break recently. So, so we're back. And, and it's probably worth it's probably worth stating that we had um, someone who listens to the show reach out to us on Instagram yeah. and, and put forward a recommendation. We got a rep, for the film. So that's on, on the list as well. That's definitely on the list as well. So if you're listening, yeah. uh, it's coming, and we'll shout you out on the episode. Thanks yeah. for listening. Very good, right then. Thanks, everyone. Thanks. Cheers. Bye. Bye. Bye.